Welcome to Nairobi Chapel Embakasi. We grow deep to reach wide. This month, we're going to look at the book of Genesis, the book of all beginnings. I say all very intentionally. All beginnings. We're going to see what we can, the wisdom that you can get from it. Today, we begin with the genesis of the universe. And whether you've read it or not, I hope that the Lord will bless you to see that He is the beginning. Amen? Just turn your Bibles to the book of Hebrews. We're going to read from chapter 11 and verse 1 to 3. Hebrews 11, verse 1 to 3. I think most of us know this. He may preach you a son. Hebrews 11, 1 to 3. If you're there, say amen. amen. Now faith is the confidence or substance in what we hope for. And the assurance or evidence about what we do not see. This is what the ancients were commended for. By faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Let's pray. Father, we come at your feet again today asking that you speak to us. Help us to fight off the enemy who desires to destroy everything that you plant in us. Help us to be fruitful in and out of the house of God. We pray all this in Jesus' mighty name. We all shout, Amen. Amen. Guys, did you know that there are more stars in the universe that gra than grains of sand on all of earth? Did you know that? More stars in the universe than grains of sand. There is at least at a billion trillion. I can't even imagine that. Did you know a day on Mercury? You know Mercury, yeah? The stars, the planets. Uh -huh. There was a song you were doing. Yeah. My very educated. Mm. A day on Mercury lasts longer than its year. Mercury. <laughs> Mercury moves around the sun faster than any other planet making it here the equivalent of 88 earth days while a day on mercury the interval between one sunrise and the next lasts 176 earth days i don't even see a do you side the chopees are figuring it out Did you know, each chasema before, do you know you're about half an inch taller in the morning that you, than you are at night? Ah, leo nile siku ya mchungaji wacha upuzi. Hizo nizako. You are taller first thing in the morning than you are when you go to bed at night. That's because the actuarial scientists on this side are negale dhile za boss. You better choose your words. Gravity is pushing you down all day and is causing your spine to shrink. 
When you go to bed at night, your spine has a chance to stretch back out. <laughs> Get a tape measure and check it out for yourself. Did you know? Did you know we just finished reading the book of Genesis? Ah, you can agree. In our 2023 Bible reading plan, again, I beg you by the masses of God, read God's word. Read like never before. Soma, because today, like never before, they are the lies that we get may actually destroy you. As I was reading the book of Genesis again, I sensed higher. It is time I got back to the Old Testament. How I started reading God's word was in the Old Testament. I love the Old Testament. Love it. DC knows. Meaning to all, I love the Old Testament. I love the stories. I always say that I can see myself in the Old Testament. New Testament, because Jesus came and he came now to align the kingdom. He came to tell us how the kingdom looks. The Old Testament is full of stories. Stories that are day to day. You can, you're like, oh, yeah. Kumbe, these guys were human. Oh, kumbe, kumbe. Yeah. And so as I read in January, I was like, you know what? Let's look at this book. I sense it. It was it. It is a book from which all the major themes of the Bible have their origin. The book from which all the major themes of the Bible have their origin. The book of Genesis. Every origin in the Bible is right there. In the study of the book, you'll notice quickly that it is a very dramatic book. Ila drama ni major. Major drama. You thought there's drama in your life. Ati familiar in a drama. Boss. So about Genesis. This series in Zatoka Mingi. Netflix can be very happy doing this thing. Adam and Eve are thrown, down, thrown out of the Garden of Eden. After they realize their nakedness, they're like, ah, out. You are out, Ninja, out. He's not your home anymore. We are cast in the book of Genesis. The cast on over of a man is in the book. We introduced to the devil, the serpent, the father of all lives. We see him right there. Atikumbe, a snake used to have legs. It's in the book of Genesis. He was cast to go down on his belly. So when you see the snake, remember, this Cain killing his brother. The first killing is in the book of Genesis. There's a crazy man called Lamech who marries two wives, the first one, and boasts of killing a man. Boasts. There's a fact that people lived for almost a thousand years. A thousand. Can you imagine living for a thousand years? One thousand years. They lived for a thousand years. Almost. People get united and decide to build a tower to reach heaven. And to summon God. How oh, they want to how the drama. Angels look down from heaven. See the stories. And they're like, we want these ones. They have sex with beautiful women. But God is like, uh-uh, eat and destroy. This mixture of people cannot work. We're destroying this. Noah, the father of the new world, gets drunk. 
and almost kuna drama hapo yani god chooses can you imagine in the beginning of the life of noah we are told these guys yani pure and almost at the end of his life he gets drunk and almost mess na happen abraham is chosen by god to start his beloved nation from a group of people that didn't even know god exists the drama in the book of genesis isaac his son has twins who almost kill each other the drama in families and brothers wanting to kill one another over very silly issues jacob sleeps with the wrong woman on his wedding night wanaume hapo tunaelewa that's drama atuelewi hiyo Jacob ends up having two households and sleeps with both of them for children. Ends up with 12 kids. Can you imagine 12 kids today? Like the guy in, like a mako habi, you know five kids. The guys are acting up, five. We are looking at 12. From four women and they live in the same house. The children try killing one another. I'm the one that was loved by the father the most the beloved child of jacob ends up as one of the rulers in life and israel finds itself sorry 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 in life eh the beloved child of jacob ends up as a ruler in egypt after almost being killed because remember the brothers wanted to kill him see they wanted to get rid of him at at uomuuze ah they wanted to kill him Guys unfortunately today to, we're not going to really get into the drama. I want us to start with the biggest question we have in our world today. One that we do not like to answer even as Christians. And the question is how old is the universe? How old is this earth that we live in? How how old? Now I'm asking how how old is the universe? Machopio machopi wamesema ni tani site When you believe the earth the world the universe was created how old do you think the world is The universe is all of space matter energy the space that it contains all of us you and I that's the universe the earth and the moon the universe the dozen of moons all of these stars everything you can see and even cannot see that's the universe there's two conflicting answers to the question how old is the universe we have on one side the scientists and on the other side the christians the scientists believe that the universe is much older than the earth a few billion years old is what they say they stick to evolution which then makes the earth to be very old for life to spontaneously develop from an original, original single cell to a present complex universe billions of years they say are needed that's what they believe the christians on the other hand believe it is a few thousand years old a popular view is that the earth was created about 6000 years ago we even quote it in our messages few thousand years Jesus was born in 4004 BC 
is what they say the death of creation is associated with. Hmm. One let Archbishop James Asher, double S, although says that uh, he worked with genealogical tables in the book of Genesis and assumes that they are complete. He deduced there were 4,004 years from creation of the world to the birth of Christ. This is what he managed to figure out. These Monandugu Asher's chronology eventually made its way into the margin of various English translations of the Bible, believe it or not. So what do you believe? Are you in the science side or are you on the Christian side? What do you believe as the date of creation? Or do you even have a date? Do you even believe in the creation story? I'm going to say, ah, whatever, man. You know, moving on. Of importance is? Yeah. Ronald F. Youngblood, who was an American biblical scholar, Professor of Old Testament, offered a fitting conclusion to all of this. Alisema, no one knows for certain, of course, when the beginning was. It simply says in the Bible, in the beginning. Beginning. I was tempted to use that, but I was like, hey. <laughs> the Old Testament is far more interested, he said, in the fact of creation than the time of creation. The fact of creation than the time of creation. And the simple truth that God's creative activity took place during an indeterminate time known as the beginning was joyfully also celebrated in the Bible. It is just the beginning. There is no date to it. We've not been given the dates. Psalms 102.25 says the following. Yeah? Stay with me. In the beginning you lay the foundations of the earth and the heavens are the work of your hands. That is the psalmist talking. Isaiah 40 said the following. I'll read a couple of verses. Verse 12, Isaiah 40. <laughs> Who has measured the waters in the hole of his hand? Or with the breath of his hand marked off the heavens? Who has held the dust of the earth in a basket? Weighed the mountains on a scale? And the hills in a balance? Who can fathom the spirit of the Lord? Verse 13. Or instruct the Lord as his counselor? Verse 14. Whom did the Lord consult to enlighten him? Who taught him the right way? Who was it that taught him knowledge? Showed him the path of understanding? Verse 18. Whom then will you compare God? To what image will you liken him? Do you not know, verse 21, have you not heard? Has it not been told you from the beginning? Have you not understood since the earth was founded? Verse 22b, he stretches out the heavens like a canopy, spreads them out like a tent to live in. Verse 25, to whom will you compare me, says God? Or who is my equal, says the Holy One? Verse 26, lift up your eyes, look to the heavens. Who created all this? Who brings out the starry host one by one and calls forth each of them by name? Because of his great power and mighty strength, not one of them is missing. Verse 28. Do you not know, have you not heard, the Lord is the everlasting God, the creator of the ends of the earth. He will not grow tired. He will not grow weary. 
and his understanding no one can fathom. The Bible confirms to us that in the beginning, God. The simple truth is that God's creative activity, it may so took place during an indeterminate time known as the beginning. The creation of the world took place in the beginning. We don't know when this was. I have no idea. Me, I, I keep reminding I'm not a prophet. Me, Sijui, pastor, give us dates. Uh -uh. We'll never know. The only person who knows is God. Let's go to the beginning. Genesis, turn your Bibles. One, we're going to read verse one and two. I want us to read together. Let's read Genesis 1, 1 and 2 together. I know it's different versions. If you want yours to be heard, Missouri, shout it out. Hallelujah. Open your mouth and shout it out. Genesis 1, 1 and 2, let's go. Go. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. Genesis 1, 1 and 2. In the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. The earth was formless and empty. Darkness was over the surface of the deep. The Spirit of God was hovering over the waters. In the beginning, God simply means that before there was any existence, God was. God existed before anything ever existed. Imagine that for a second. God is and was and forever will be eternal. He exists outside the time. He is forever. Forever is his name. In the beginning was God. He is eternal and is the very definition of eternity. He has no beginning. He will never have an end. He exists outside of time. He is Elohim, God Almighty. Let me read Psalms 93 and the second verse. Your throne, O God, was established long ago. You are from all eternity. That's Jehovah. Psalm 90, verse 1 and 2. Lord, you have been our dwelling place throughout all generations. Before the mountains were born, you brought forth the whole world. From everlasting to everlasting, you are God. That's Jehovah. In the beginning was God. The word God is from the Hebrew word Elohim and means the supreme one, the mighty one. This ancient name for God contains the idea of God's creative power as well as his authority and sovereignty. So the creative power of God, like we said last month, now lives in you through the power of his spirit. So never assume for once at when you will say, boss, it is because of the spirit inside of you that you guys can sing the way you do. But you bosses in your workplaces can boss effectively the way you do. 
But you mothers can mother so beautifully the way you do. That is God's creative power living inside of you. Never forget that. God mentioned them and they came into existence as a result of his power. Elohim has the meaning of plur plurality, hey, hey, central, of gods that points vaguely to the Trinity nature of the Godhead. Three in one, Jehovah, Jesus, and the Holy Spirit. It is this God that then created the universe. He creates the world and all that is in it in the order that is shown in Genesis 1. Day 1, light. Day 2, atmosphere. Day 3, dry ground and plants. Day 4, sun, moon, and stars. Day 5, birds, sea, creatures. Day 6, land animals and the human beings. Day 7, rest. Rest was created by God. And like I always say when I get here, you're almost trying to say you're better than who? Mm. But have you ever asked yourself, what's the point of creation? Wachungaji, no answers, please. Wachungaji. Why? Why, God, why did God take this time to. to to even create you. Because <laughs> if you have a broken relationships, I can live without. If your ex is come as in life continues. excess. <laughs> What's the point to all this? Why, Jehovah? Take time to create. Why? Why the mountains, the seas? Why mosquitoes? My wife is asking, why cockroaches? Why? <laughs> the universe was created simply for the glory of God. The universe, you and I, the trees. The vegetation was all created for the glory of God. Glory is simply the magnificence of great beauty of. It is magnificence, splendor, majesty, greatness, impressiveness, stateliness, opulence, elegance, brilliance. Gorgeousness, the splendidness of God. You and I were created for the glory of God. Never forget it. Not for your glory. Psalms 19:1. The heavens declare the glory of. Psalms 19:1. The heavens declare the glory of. The trees declare the glory of your ex declares the glory of <laughs> your annoying boss declares the glory of 
Hata mkijiacha peke yangu you know Your annoying brother or sister declares the glory of eh Hata niojibie God The skies proclaim the work of his hands The heavens declare the glory of God The skies the rivers the grass declares proclaims the work of his hands Let me read for us Romans 1:19-21 What may be known about God is plain to us because God has made it plain to us For since the creation of the world God's invisible qualities his eternal power divine nature have been clearly seen being understood from what has been made so that people without excuse verse 21 for although they knew god they neither glorified him as god nor gave thanks to him but their thinking became futile and their foolish hearts were darkened guys the universe was created for the glory of god and so because of it we all must glorify god we must glorify god because of the universe don't glorify the universe glorify god because he created the universe never find yourself glorifying the universe this also means that when we cannot glorify this means that we cannot glorify created things we can't god never created things for us to glorify them if we do look at the result i'll read for us romans 1 22 32. it's a long read bear with me yeah? although they claimed to be wise in their own minds eh, they became fools how why who are these it's you and i we exchange the glory of the immortal God for images made to look like a mortal human being and birds and animals and reptiles. They exchanged the truth about God for a lie, worshipped and served created things rather than the creator who is forever praised. Amen. Furthermore, just as they did not think it worthwhile to retain the knowledge of God, so God gave them over to a depraved mind so that they so that they do what ought not to be done verse 29 they have become filled with every kind of wickedness evil greed and depravity they're full of envy murder strife deceit and malice they are gossips slanderers god haters insolent arrogant and boastful they invent ways of doing evil they disobey their parents as well they have no understanding no fidelity no love no mercy although they know god's righteous decree that those who do such things deserve death they not only continue to do these very things but also approve of those who practice them when we don't give god all the glory because of the creation of the universe when we don't see the universe as the glory of god sin will enter your heart Sin will enter your heart because you've transferred the glory of God to the created things. This transfer is what the Bible has called idols. 
And the result of this is wickedness, sin, and the end of that, condemnation. Exodus. Let me read for us Exodus 20, 3 to 6. You shall have no other gods before me. You shall not make for yourselves an image in the form of anything in heaven, above, on the earth beneath, or in the waters below. You shall not bow down to them or worship them, the idols. For I, the Lord your God, am a jealous God, punishing the children for the sin of their parents to the third and fourth generation of those who hate me. But showing love to a thousand generations of those who love me and keep my commandments. That is God. See, Fred. When we don't glorify God because of the universe, we create idols from it. And when we do, God has promised to punish even to the fourth generation. Julie's generation done. Where is generation? What will you choose to glorify? Is our closing statement. The universe or the creator of the universe? I know it's a powerful story. Ah, and God said, let there be. Today I've come to ask you ever so kindly to choose wisely what you choose to glorify in your life. Adam and Eve chose to glorify the fruit. Look what happened. They thought the fruit had the wisdom that was beyond God. Look what happened. Cain chose to glorify his brother. And maybe you're like, Ay, what do you mean? When you choose to glorify each other, especially in the excellences God has given us, what normally comes into your heart? Envy. Jealousy. That is what made Cain kill his brother. Don't glorify created things. Glorify God. The angels chose to glorify they were rainbow. Muliona what happened. God had to come in. People glorified having a name for themselves to build Babylon. They wanted to cover their name. Make sure they don't die off. Look what happened. When Abraham chose to glorify his wife, look what happened. This guy, boss, I have chosen you to build my nation. Then he goes to Egypt and is scared that his wife may be taken. What do you mean? Creator of the universe. So the focus shifted. I can glorify who you. If you only remembered Jehovah, the God who called you. Sarah and Abraham chose to glorify the lack of an heir. Look what happened. God gave them the promise. I will choose you. I have chosen you to be the father of nations. How? How? I don't see you doing anything. Jehovah, time is going. Look what happened. 
The daughters of Lot, if you know the story very well, chose to glorify having a man to get children with. Be between them, they bore the nations that were forever the thorn on Israel's side. Why they chose to glorify the situation they were in and not God. Look what happened. When Rebecca chose to glorify God's promise and not God over the life of her child, deception happened. You know the story. Alichukua things into her own hands. God, I need to help you here. Nikama unisaidi vizuri. Hauna haraka. Jehovah wata nikuonyeshe venyingi tunafaa kuenda. When Jacob chose to glorify a woman for marriage and not God, look what happened. Alijipata hajui. How do the whole night, mina shanga, the whole night, boss, baka asubui, at a height, at a height, anyway. <laughs> I told you this side, this side, ah, and you are those guys. But guys, when Abraham chose to glorify God, even when he didn't know, remember when he came, when God came to Abraham, he had no idea who he was. But because he chose to listen to God, to follow him, to agree to what God was saying in his life, look what happened. Guys, I want to remind you today that in the story of creation, God is speaking to us to never forget to glorify Him. Never. Never choose idols in any way in His place. He'll punish you and punish you thoroughly, like my dad says. Mera, thoroughly. The good thing, though, God has not left us alone. In glorifying him, like we said last month, we talked about the power of the spirit inside of us. The spirit of the almighty God lives inside of you if you've accepted him. It is only those that have the spirit of God inside of them that know effectively what it means to glorify God. And so I'll ask you again, if you've not received the Lord in your heart, Choose today, choose. Because it is only then that you will glorify and learn to glorify effectively. Receive the Lord today. Join us every Sunday from 11 a.m. at Trubani House off Airport North Road. Have a blessed week.